This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Andrew Giuliani does a terrific show, 2-3, to three, every Sunday afternoon. We've got a great Sunday lineup. I mean, big stars on Sundays. Rudy, Janine, Andrew. Um, who else is on? Uh, Burt Reynolds? Well, John Katz. Well, yeah, that's the big one, Katz Roundtable. That's the, that goes unmentioned. Right, of course. But who else is on in the afternoon uh, uh, in and around Andrew? I, I think Dick Morris is on on Sundays. Maybe? I think he is too, yeah. We got Piscopo. He's Sunday nights, that's right. Nice job, Jake. But Andrew did a, a really good interview a couple of weeks ago with uh, Trump. I liked it. And he talked to Trump about some things not everybody else would talk to him about, you know, like AI and stuff like that. It was a very interesting interview. Go back and listen to it. And uh, talking about Trump and Andrew, yesterday Andrew was with Trump all morning before making his way to his wife's homeland in Lithuania where he's calling us from right now. Yeah, he's not in Battery Park. He's in a different country. Andrew Giuliani, how are you, buddy? Shit, I don't know if I'm trending in the right direction, because 24 hours ago I was eating bacon and eggs with a former president of the United States, and last night I spent the entire night sleeping next to a sweaty Dane on a flight. So I don't know if I'm going the right way on this thing. Well, I think uh, like we talked about when you were laid over in Copenhagen about four hours ago, uh, you are making WABC history this morning, and why is that, Andrew? I, I think the, I'm the first person calling in in the over 100-year history of WABC to call in from Lithuania or any of the Baltic countries. Right? <laughs> we have, we, we've done a full dig into this, and we have no record whatsoever of no. anybody calling in from the Baltic countries. I don't Certainly think so. to Sid and friends in the morning. I think Enos Cantor almost called in one time, but he was actually in Jersey. <laughs> 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 close enough. Pretty close. close enough. So uh, you're there, and, and I hope you have a great time with you. I guess you're there, are you there to see your in-laws, I imagine, right? Yes. Yeah, we're seeing you know her family. It's the first time my wife's been back since her mother passed away here. So oh, it's sorry. A, it's a little bittersweet, but it's but it's so good to you know so good to see her family. So good to spend time, and and uh, it's so good good to get Grace over here for the first time in her life. And it's really a wonderful country. I'll tell you, um, there are a lot of great conservative values in this country. They, they see what's going on in the United States of America with these political prosecutions. And just a few decades back, they remember the Stalin show trials that they were looped into because they were annexed by the Soviet Union. So uh, there's a real warning sign for many Lithuanians that, that I get from so many of her friends in terms of what they're looking at uh, in the United States of America. And they have a real history and, and they're very they're concerned for us. We'll put it that way. That's good to hear. That's interesting. How did Grace do? That's a uh, two very long flights. Well, I was I was lucky in the sense that I sent my wife and Grace about five days before. Ah, gotcha. So gotcha. I didn't have to deal with the baby. I was very very lucky in that regard. But gotcha. <laughs> but supposedly supposedly she was running around like a mad woman for five or six hours <laughs> of the flight. So I got very lucky. Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, well, let's get back to your bacon and egg breakfast uh, yesterday with President Trump and. What you guys discussed, I know this for a fact, it's already told me, but the defense fund, his trip to D.C., which did happen later on yesterday afternoon, once again arraigned and arrested. Tell us some specifics, whatever you can at least, about that breakfast and the mood that President yeah. Trump was in. 
Well, I'll tell you what ended up happening. You know, on Sunday on my show, as you highlighted before, I actually ended up predicting to a caller. I said, if Devin Archer testifies on Monday, like it looks like he's going to, my prediction is Trump will be indicted by Tuesday. You know, it's funny you say that. It's funny you say that because I played this earlier, and and we're going to play it again for Andrew. Maybe he's heard it already. Maybe he hasn't. But just to emphasize your point, because you're so right on Mm -hmm. the money, I usually talk to, like, Takapina, those types of attorneys. But of all people, right. Andrew, uh, Alina Haba actually nailed it yeah. yesterday. you got to hear this. Play cut number five. We'll get back to Andrew. But she highlights not just what you predicted, but the last four or five times when all of a sudden Trump found himself in trouble the day after. On March 17th, Hunter accidentally admits that it was his laptop from hell. The next day... DA Alvin Bragg indicts President Trump. June 8th, an FBI document is released showing that the Ukrainians paid the Biden crime family millions and millions of dollars. The next day, the Mar-a-Lago raid and the Mar-a-Lago indictment. Last week, Hunter Biden's sweetheart plea deal fell through when the judge realized it had blanket immunity. The following day, a superseding indictment against Donald Trump. July 31st, Devin Archer goes to testify in front of the House. That was only after they failed to put him in jail prior to the fact. What happens the next day? The January 6th indictment that we're here for today. This is not a coincidence. This is election interference at its finest against the leading candidate right now for president. So you predicted correctly, but a pretty good job there, Andrew. I think you'd agree from Alina Haba, really highlighting all of these moments. 100% Sid. And you know what? This doesn't sound like the Justice Department. This sounds actually like what a political campaign would do, right? If another campaign is having a positive moment, or I should say if your campaign is having a, a negative day, the one thing you want to do is you want to try to change that news cycle over the next day. You give that the other campaign, your opposing campaign, the positive news cycle or the negative news cycle on you that day, and then you turn the news cycle over as soon as possible. So that way you can give the media another topic to talk about. So right now, instead of talking about Devin Archer and instead of talking about the testimony of Devin Archer really tying with smoking guns, Joe Biden directly to Hunter Biden and their profits and the vice presidency. We're sadly talking about another indictment. So anyway, on Monday, I saw President Trump for all of two minutes at Bedminster. And I told him, I said, you're going to get indicted tomorrow. That's what I said. I said, my prediction is you're getting indicted tomorrow. So he called me up Tuesday night and he said, you were right. He said, let's get breakfast on Thursday. So I said, absolutely. So he came on over there and, and, uh, you know, I played golf with him the day after he was indicted for the first time federally. So I feel like it's almost like we've got like a little bit of a thing going where uh, we end up playing golf or seeing each other right before, right after an indictment. So I guess we're going to be playing a whole lot of golf together because the truth is it seems like they continue to go after and indict this guy. And Sid, you know, look, whatever side of the aisle you're on on this thing, if you look at this with unbiased lens, if you love our country, if you want – the graces of the world, if you want our kids to grow up in a place where there's equal justice under the law, then this just has to make you sick and just keep you up all night.
Yeah, but it doesn't. I mean, I've got family and friends. It's anecdotal that, that are thrilled. They hate Donald Trump. I mean, I was funny for a long time with actor Michael Rappaport. He did a three-minute bit on Instagram yesterday. He was dancing. Another indictment, baby. They love it. So you're right. But it doesn't happen yeah. that way. People just dig in. You got to hope that that small percentage of people that doesn't love and or hate Donald Trump comes to the conclusion, which I talked about all morning and you did just now as well, which is this is ridiculous. There'll be another one coming, Georgia, maybe sometime yeah. next week. But as Donald Trump said yesterday, Andrew, he goes, let me tell you. He basically said, I can't wait for the next indictment because that will absolutely certify my victory come 2024. Well, to your point right there of the Michael Rappaport and the other people that are dancing in the street about this, it shows you how unfair of a trial he's going to get in a place like Washington, D.C., where he only got 4% of the vote in 2020. He got 5% in 2016. So the fact that you have a grand jury, uh, you're going to have a grand jury there where there's only 51% to find him guilty, he's got no chance of actually getting a fair trial there. And then on top of that, you put the judge, which I know you've covered well in terms of what she's done. With the January 6th defendants, how I really think biased she has been in so many of her Oh, she hates him. She hates Um, him. He's got no chance. No, she hates him. She was appointed by Obama. And, in fact, uh, she referred to him all day in court yesterday as Mr. Trump, which you don't do with a former president. You say Mr. President, whether you like him or not. So she proved right off the bat yesterday, and, and I know Lindsey Graham made the same point, how much she hates him. But going back to all of this, when this indictment came down, Andrew, They talked about six co-conspirators. And, oh, shocker, shocker, your dad, who's been on this show weekly now for weeks, I love him dearly. I can't get him the last two days. He's one of those folks mentioned in this. Tell me about the conversations and my audience you've had with your dad the last couple of days since his name came up in this indictment. Well, he's not indicted, but, you know, I think basically what this tactic is, by Jack Smith, it's basically a warning sign to these uh, co- co-conspirators, if you will, right? The Sidney Powells, uh, the Clint Cheeseboroughs, the others that are the other three that are uh, the the co-conspirators. That if you don't cooperate with me, then I am going to come after you just the way that I came after Trump. So I think they are testing a lot of these guys right now. Now I can tell you, you know. My father, and I know you know him uh, almost as well as I do, Sid, <laughs> I can tell you he is, he is uh, solitude. He is, he is solid uh, in his uh, belief that this is political, and he is, uh, he's not backing down on this. Um, you know, that was part of the discussions that I had with, with President Trump was his mindset and where he is on all this and kind of where you go going forward. And one of the things that, uh, sadly, uh, the left is doing to my father and other people that are connected to President Trump is they continue to throw lawsuits at them to try to drain their funds. That's one of the things they're doing to Trump. They're trying to drain his campaign funds through the legal side of all this. Well, they're certainly doing it to other people connected to the president, and uh, that was certainly one of the things that we were ironing out. Yeah, I asked your dad last week, I said, any regrets that you kind of buddied up to Trump because your life would not be nearly this hellish? And he knows that's true. He said, no. And I said, you know this, Andrew, what Jack Smith has to prove, and he can't do it, that's why this indictment is a joke. What Jack Smith has to prove is that Donald Trump thought he really did lose, but he's been lying. Well, I can guarantee you this. And so can you, more than anybody, Andrew. Donald Trump really thinks he won. And guess who else did? Your father. He really believes it. 
Absolutely. And, and look, you gave me a good idea, actually, on this. And I think on the Sunday show at 2 o'clock, I'm going to actually go through and we're going to break down and read the First Amendment and talk about the importance of that First Amendment and just how little this Biden Justice Department and this special prosecutor, Jack Smith, actually think about our First Amendment and actually think about our Constitution. You know, Sid, there's one other thing, and I know it's a little off topic, but I want to get it in before our segment ends because I think it's very important. You know, you and I were texting toward the end of my time with Trump, and I, and I mentioned to him, I said, hey, you know, I think I'm going on Sid on Friday. Anything you want me to say? And he said, is Sid still number one? And I said, no, he's not still number one. He's number one by a mile. He's killing <laughs> everybody. He's like, good, because I like winners, and Sid's a winner. So there you go. Did he really say that? Trump. Yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely. That is awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. I, I actually have a T-shirt. I'm such a Trump geek at this point. I'm almost as bad as my uh, former late partner, God rest his soul, Bernie. I have a, a T-shirt which is taken off of a text that he sent to Takapina, which is similar to what he told you, Andrew, in person yesterday, which said, uh, way to go, my number one buddy, Sid, Donald Trump. So I appreciate uh, you telling me that, and I appreciate uh, hearing that. I really do, and and I feel horrible for the guy. I think what he's going through is un-American and just, just awful. So you'll be back uh, for Sunday for your show at 2 o'clock? Absolutely. We're back for 2 o'clock on Sunday. Looking forward to covering all this stuff where the media should be focused on, on the Devin Archer testimony, where it seems like you know we've forgotten because the Biden DOJ, Jack Smith, has given uh, the media kind of so much more ammo with another indictment. So look for that. Look for what Elena Haba highlighted to continue. If there is another bad day for the Biden administration, it would not surprise me if a Jordan indictment comes down, if another federal indictment comes down. Yep. That's their strategy, and they're going to continue to do that. Um, and they're very predictable, sadly. Yeah. They are very predictable, and to yep. use the Justice Department like a political tool like this. Um, I don't think people realize just how slippery a slope it actually is, too. You know, we, we complain about it, and obviously we do as good a job as we can in terms of getting the word out there. And certainly I know so many of your listeners, they do a great job of showing up at rallies and making sure that their voices are being heard and their First Amendment rights are, are being practiced. Um, but I don't think people realize just how slippery a slope this actually can be when you start using your Justice Department, when you start using your attorney general, the way that they're using it from a political standpoint to how quickly you can lose what we all value dear, which is our constitutional republic. That's a heck of a job, Andrew. We're going to do this, you and I, every week. That's how good this conversation was. That's how good you are. We'll all be tuning in 2 to 3 on Sunday. Enjoy your trip with your beautiful wife and your in-laws and the whole family. Thank you for doing this, Andrew. We'll do it again next week, buddy. Regards to your pop. Thank you so much. Of course, Sid. Thank you very much. You're the best. You're the best. Thank you, Andrew Giuliani. That's a heck of a job right there. Two to three every Sunday afternoon. He's great. Check him out. Andrew Giuliani right here on Sid and Friends in the morning. Another hour to go. Nine o'clock hour. Keep it right here.